Hi there. Welcome to Happy Healthy Human Radio. I'm your host, Samantha Attar, joining you from the beautiful Washington, D.C. I'm an Ayurvedic coach, yoga instructor, and doula, sharing with you all the things I am learning about and teaching about in my everyday life so that we can all find just a little more balance, bliss, and confidence. I wanted to send a big ol' hello and hope you are well in these crazy pandemic times. I'll admit I've been a little bit at a loss of what to record and and put here. I've been doing a lot more virtual yoga and, and being um, rearranging things in different ways to adjust for our new virtual world. And um, as such, it was like the idea of talking into a computer more seemed a little difficult. So I think I'm going to slow down the podcast a bit over the next few weeks as I kind of just rejigger. Please do check in on Instagram. I'm at Spiro Collective, S-P-I-R-O Collective. I'm doing yoga classes there. We're going to be moving some or, or just providing some Zoom options for some of those classes as well. All the replays are on spirocollective.com slash videos, so you can go and get a yin practice, vinyasa practice, meditations, all with me. So it's kind of, we're taking our 2D format or the audio only format and bringing in some video for some of our yoga practices as well. So please do check those out if you are interested. So I did have this one idea for a podcast that I definitely wanted to talk about and I decided to release it earlier versus later because I think we could all use it a little more. And I think it was finally time for me to talk to you about meal planning. Um, I've been a meal planning resistant person for a very long time. I was um, for a very long time. I really loved, you know, seeing what I saw in my fridge. How was I feeling that day? What do I want to eat? And kind of taking it a little more freeform. But that being said, uh, during my pregnancy, I completely lost that skill. Like 100% lost the skill to look at food and decide what to make. And maybe you have that skill, in which case, great. And maybe you don't have that skill and, uh, and... and hopefully this will be really helpful for you. I realized that in these times of pandemic, our meal plan has become that much more important because we're trying to limit how much we go to the grocery store and there's a lot more just planning around our food and and also, you know, you're home all day and you don't want to spend the entire day thinking about what to make. So our meal plan, I feel like, has really been a godsend mentally and also in actually getting us um, some healthy home-cooked meals. So I wanted to share with you how I go about meal planning, why I was finally able to actually implement it, and I think my method um, was really important, and, and hopefully just give you some inspiration so that you can eat healthfully and happily at home. Like I said, I think one of the biggest pieces is that one of the biggest improvements that meal planning has made in my life is that Sean and I don't spend 30 minutes every day discussing what we should eat and then being too hungry to actually make it. That's a big one. And also that there isn't any sort of like, I don't want to say competition, but there's no dialogue of, I don't know, what do you want? I don't know, what do you want? Oh, I always have to come up with what we have to eat. No, you always make me come up with what we have to eat. You know, so like just gets rid of that entirely. And instead, like we open up the meal plan in the morning. We say, oh, yeah, that's what we're going to make today. Great. Can you make it? Should I make it? Okay, great. Good. Done. Okay. And then it's it's like a, you know, 45 second conversation instead of a 20 minute conversation every day. So I love it. And I think you will too. I want to let you know I'm putting a template up on my website. Uh, you'll 
find it where this show lives. So let's say spiritcollective.com slash meal plan, meal hyphen plan. There we go. I just made up that URL right now. Um, <laughs> spiro.com, spiritcollective.com slash meal hyphen plan. You'll be able to find the Google Sheet document that I use to, um, to make my template including some of my favorite recipes. So there's also some of those on there too. Um, so please head over to the website if you're interested in that template. I'll tell you how to make it if you don't like to use Google Sheet. But let's start with this. Uh, me doing it on Google Sheet was a really important one. Um, paper and notebooks tend to get lost. They fill up. Um, if it's in a complex program or app, I find that really annoying. But this Google Sheet, it is simple. It doesn't have to be pretty. If I want to make a note somewhere, like I can, I can make notes all over it if I want to. It's just very free form and it doesn't, I, I think it's just not that precious. And as such, I don't feel a pressure. Does that make sense? Like, you know, when you have like one of those pretty apps and it's like, oh, like organize, organize by vegetable type, organize by how much protein is in this meal. Like that's like a little too much intensity for me. But with a Google sheet, like I feel free to write in and you'll see this in my meal template, like one of the meals that I like, one of the things that we make is called the Jess sweet potato black bean thing <laughs> because it came from my friend Jess and it's a sweet potato black bean thing. Like that's what it is and that's what's written in our sheet. So we'll have notes like, I don't know, sweet potato thing, some sort, some sort of chickpea. Like we will write literally some sort of chickpea and that that can provide enough structure with enough flexibility that you don't feel super constricted. So big number one is we do Google Sheet. We created two different sheets to start. So one sheet says meals we like, um, actually three sheets. One says meals we like, the second one says meals to try, and then the third one has the date and that's gonna actually hold our meal plan. So we do a meal plan usually a week at a time. Right now we're doing two weeks at a time because we're trying to spread the time that we go to the grocery store, but usually we'll have a, a little tab for each week. So that's the big first piece. And what we first even did before we even started making a meal plan is we did just write down all the different meals we like. And this is so huge because you make amazing food and then you forget about it and then you never find it again. And so we really tried in making this meal plan of to actually have the repository of things that we make and a place to go for inspiration when we need it. So really simple, we just write the name of the thing, if there's a link or where to find the recipe, any notes about it, any things we like to change around it. Like we have one recipe where we actually don't put one of the cans of coconut milk in it or another one where we use it with quinoa or make sure you do it with the yogurt sauce, whatever it is that you do. So that's huge number one. When it comes to like what actually happens in the week, usually when we're not in quarantine life, I break it out separately for me and Sean because we have lunches apart and sometimes we even have dinners apart because if I'm teaching or if he has a meeting. So I actually break it out between the two of us. We eat the same thing for breakfast every day, so I don't even include breakfast in our meal plan. I just do lunch and dinner and, and again, separate it by the two of us because some days we're eating different things from each other. So when it's usually I'll do this on a Sunday or Saturday before we go shopping, I'll first look at our calendar, see, okay, where are we going to be? What meals are we actually eating at home so that you're not creating meal plans for things you're not even going to eat in the first place. And then once I know that I will start to populate in the meal plan for the week, just writing down the little notes of things that I think we can make 
looking at the meals we like. I'll go to some of my favorite websites, minimalistbaker.com, 101cookbooks.com, uh, loveandlemons.com, sometimes oshiglows.com. So I look at all these different places. Oh, New York Times cooking will do sometimes. Um, so I'll look at all these different places and, and, and just gather up either inspiration or just write in the things that I already know that we make. And then from there, that creates our grocery list. So then I'll, once I have the meal plan done, so I try to not, I try to do things one step at a time. So I do make the meal plan. Again, this takes maybe 15 to 20 minutes. Make the meal plan once I'm like, great, I feel happy about what we're going to eat. Then I'll go through all the, the things and decide, okay, this is what we should buy. And I make our grocery list. We go grocery shopping and then that's it. <laughs> and then that's it. And then it's wonderful because you can switch stuff up. Like if we sometimes we'll switch the days if we're like, oh, it's Tuesday and actually we don't want macaroni and cheese. We actually do want something that feels a little lighter. Like we can switch it up or change it. And sometimes we'll have tons of leftovers. And so we'll move some things around. So there's flexibility. And again, this is why I love the Google Sheet because there's no pressure. There's no drama. You just move things around if you need to move things around. And it's the best thing ever. Um, we do take actions to simplify our world. So one of the reasons why this doesn't feel that complicated is that in regular life, as I mentioned, we eat the same thing for breakfast every day. So we don't include that in our meal plan. And usually Sean will eat the same thing for lunch for a week. So usually that's just one thing that he, you know, has, um, for four or five days. And I often eat. And right now what we do is we often have the leftovers from dinner for lunch the next day. So we make something once a day, we make it for dinner and then we'll eat it for lunch and we'll make something for dinner and eat it for lunch the next day as well. So in that way, when we're meal planning, we're really usually only making six or seven things, maybe eight um, in a full week. Uh, and that definitely reduces the complexity of it. Of course, depending on how many people you have in your household, what's going on in your world, you might need to play or change with that. Sometimes we do make something for dinner that doesn't lend itself well to leftovers or we just didn't make enough of it and we have to switch things up. Um, but the other thing that's nice is especially when you're kind of planning to make larger amounts is that probably twice a week we get to store one or two servings of something into the freezer. So we don't necessarily do this on purpose, but if you were, if you kind of have a full meal plan, you end up with these extras because you're like, oh, I don't have to eat leftovers for dinner tonight because I already know what I'm going to make for dinner. So this is the other benefit is that because you already have something on your meal plan, any leftovers can then go into your freezer stash for any of those in-between times, which again has been a lifesaver in trying to stretch two weeks between groceries. Um, so we do that. We have our week when I get ready to meal plan again, I just duplicate my last week's um, uh, Google Sheet. So what I made last week is duplicated. I, you know, clear it out and then repopulate it again. And then if I try something or if we if we have a meal that we like, we add it to the meals we like uh, pile um, into that Google Sheet, and we we just repeat. We have been doing this for a year and a half or so now, and um, it has completely changed our lives. A uh, lot less. Not that we would even have fights in the kitchen, but a lot less, lot less kitchen drama in our lives. And especially in the last couple months, we've really increased our diversity of meals that we make and, you know, learned some new skills, picked up different sauces that we can put on things. Like we've, we've just created a very interesting 
uh, eat at home life. I mean, I'm going to be completely honest with you. We've hardly eat it, eaten out since the baby uh, has been born. So this is since November. I think, I think I've eaten at a restaurant three times since November, which is absolutely crazy when I really think about it. Three, no, mm, three. Yes, three. Like I can remember each of them. <laughs> so that is to say, I've not gone crazy yet. I know I like routine, but I've not gone crazy yet. And I think it's a function of having a meal plan and thus being able to try out new things, to know what works, and and to just, again, not feel kitchen drama. We do not ever, in the last five, four months, five months, we have never said, I'm too tired, let's eat out. And that is a gift. Because how I like to think about it, I like eating out to be like fun, fancy, not even fancy, like expensive, but fancy, like I'm happy. And so we're eating out. Like this is a fun thing for us to go do. Not I'm so tired that we just need to eat out. Like that is fine. Well, we've done it and that's okay. But that just has like a different energy to it. And I think to me, that's not, that's not a joyful energy. And if we're going to go out and if we're going to see the world, I want it to be joyful. So that is how I feel about the meal plan. We have been loving it. Uh, we will continue continue doing it. It has been a game changer and a lifesaver during quarantine. And, and I think you will like it too. I think it'll be useful for you as well. I would love to hear how you meal plan. If you do, let me know how, what, you, what your method is. Maybe I'll learn some good new skills. And if you don't, download the Google Sheet or give this a try on your own. I would love to hear how it goes for you. If you have any questions about it, let's chat because um, we are, you know, doing a lot of eating at home these days. This is a beautiful opportunity to find some more joy in the kitchen if you don't always find joy in the kitchen. And, and definitely the meal plan has done that for us. So thank you for joining. I would love to hear your feedback. You can always go to spirocollective.com. There's the contact me page. You can also find me on Instagram at spirocollective. Definitely join some of my Instagram live yoga sessions. We've added a beginner yoga class, like a, a yoga basics on Saturdays. That would be super wonderful to have you there. And I hope you and your families are well, safe, and healthy. Have a great week.